spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I can understand. Yes, I am. So every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I should take it slow. Hey, there welcome we go. to I like Urban and Bud MMA, motherfuckers. Another episode of day, you know what I'm saying? Yeehaw. Let's fucking go. He said, yeehaw. Okay? <laughs> yeehaw. Appreciate y'all hopping in. Uh, it's Bourbon and Bud MMA, episode number two, uh, with your hosts, Max, Knuckles, and Alex. Uh, we're going to be talking about a few things today, talking about uh, the recap of Aaron Blanchfield and Jessica Andrade, some fights that just got announced, some MMA news, and then talk a little bit about the fight night this weekend, touch on it a little bit. We got the bourbon flowing. Uh, we got the bud smoking. We ready to go. Appreciate y'all hopping in. All right. All right. <laughs> I definitely appreciate y'all because we're some degenerate motherfuckers. So if you're listening to us. You really got nothing better to do with your day, and I like that. That's right. That's right. All right. So most recently this weekend, uh, we had Jessica Andrade versus uh, Aaron Blanchfield. <clears throat> um, pretty decent card. I think there was 11 fights total. Um, the prelim delivered. The main card was a little yeah. bit lackluster, but, um, <laughs> you know, we had some good fights on there. Um Let's see. Alex, any fights in particular that stood out to you on that card that you liked? I mean, honestly, the most – the fight I was – I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a really big fan of A.J. Fletcher. So his fight stood out to me when he got that submission dub, obviously. But i am always been a big fan of that dude just because he looks like my buddy, bro. They look kind of like – how do I say it? They don't look like they can scrap, bro. They got this weird little baby face on them, but they're built all fucking stocky and cut like H.A. <laughs> Fletcher. That dude's dude, a dog. I fuck with him, son. Built like a brick shit house for sure. Yeah, no, nah, seriously. But the biggest fight I was just worried that I put mine to is the Aaron and, and Jessica and Rod fight, right? Because a lot of people were saying, how is she going to do against a top five opponent? How is she going to do against a former champ? How is she going to do against a black belt with a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, right? And how is she going to handle her power and her striking? Well, I'm going to fucking tell you, I think she handled it well, and she striked way better than Andrade out there. Uh, she looked nicer on the on the feet. Her fucking ground game is nice. We all know that already. I mean, dude, she's a fucking young stud. She's nice on the ground. And she, 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 she made her look like she was a fucking, fucking, like, blue belt or something out there bro real talk that stood out to me because she's fucking 23 years old bro that's a future yeah. champ like, yeah no she's like, bro she's she reminds step. me of like a little bit of like tatiana suarez out there i mean she strikes more than tatiana suarez but when she takes people to the ground yeah. that bitch is fucking relentless <clears throat> and i love that that's yeah that, yeah that stood out to me bro i mean she's young She's very technical. She has a really high fight IQ, man. The sky's the limit for that chick. And I would have liked to see her and Santos more just because Santos is a lot better on the ground. That bitch can fucking grapple. Oh. That would have been a fucking a way better fight. And it would have been more competitive, in my opinion. 
for sure. Yeah. Yep. What do y'all think? I mean, I agree. Uh, I think that uh, I think that realistically, I mean, we we got to remember that she did come in on a week's notice. Andrade did. I, I still think that, like, no matter what, she's a top level fighter, and you can't discount that. Like Aaron's win because it was a week's notice or whatever. It, it was still a fucking phenomenal win. I think, honestly, I, I don't think she would have done it as quickly against Tyler Santos, but I think the result would have been the same. She would have got her back. She would have got something. She would have got a choke. And Tyler's a good grappler. I mean, she almost beat Valentina due to the grappling. Arguably, in some people's eyes, she did. So it's it comes to the point where uh, is I don't what I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. Basically, uh, yeah, I think it would have been more competitive with the Tyler Santos fight, but I still think we would have seen the same thing because I think Aaron Blanchfield's the real fucking deal. I th- I think that. I think she's the real deal. The only person, like, if I, she's the best grappler in the division, except for maybe Tatiana Suarez, because Tatiana Suarez is a flyweight now. She fights next week. But again, remember, Tatiana's like fucking 32 or three now. She's, she's getting up there because, you know, she's been out for, she's been out for like five years, right? Something like that. 2019 was her last fight against uh, four years. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Grasso, I think. I um, interesting. It'll. I'd love to see that fight if Suarez looks good next week. It depends, but that's a fight that I'd like one day. Um, Suarez yeah. and Grasso. <clears throat> I think so. I think. I think that was her last fight. I think I could be wrong though. Hold on, we'll talk about that though when we get to the next fight night. Yeah. So agree with y'all. Yeah, she. I mean, she could still. We'll see, but um. So, go ahead. no, you're good, man. Uh, as far as as far as fights on this card that I thought were interesting, I mean that Clayton Carpenter guy looked good. He got that first round submission over Juan Camilo Ronderos. Um, pretty good. Um, I mean it's not great competition, but I mean it's still a win in the UFC. So AJ Fletcher, like y'all said, looked great. Um, yeah. Hussein Askabib got a uh, got fraud check. Um, Four million followers on yeah, Instagram that's a 4 somehow. Four million follower, dude. Yeah, four he million followers it. on Instagram somehow. Oh, wow. What does he do? <laughs> nah, Ask me. If you look, if you look, it's it's mostly bots. If you just scroll through that shit, it's all like just bot, 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 bot. Man, he but. welcome to the UFC. We'll see how long he lasts. They literally, they put him in the in the UFC because he had four million followers on Instagram. I was saying because like, he had a padded undefeated record. I'll say my question I mean, is, yeah. you got beat by Jamal Emmers. Who the fuck is Jamal Emmers? You know, like, yeah. that's <laughs> all. Uh, that dude came in with the – what's the combined record of his opponents? 23-0. and 0. He's 23-0, and 0, but – I know I his think, first 12 was like – it was it was rough. I think it's first 12. I don't 12. know what it was, but – I don't <clears throat> really had a win, like maybe a couple. Here, let me – I'll go through it with you guys real quick. On his topology page, I'm looking at it. Um, first fighter he fought was one and one, and then one and zero. Oh, or no, sorry, one and one, then zero oh and one. <laughs> the next three guys he fought did not have records available, so it's probably zero and zero or worse. Uh, the next guy was zero oh and zero. Oh, the next guy was zero oh and three. The next guy was two and one. The next guy was zero oh and zero oh and zero. Oh. The next guy was not available uh, for record wise. The next guy was one and zero. Oh. The next guy was zero oh and one. 
Um, and the next guy was two and two. And then he starts fighting some guys that look like they have decent records. But that is that's kind that's of one, like two, three, four, wins. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. His first thirteen wins. The guys have six recorded wins. The guys he fought in his first thirteen wins. There's six recorded wins among his first sixteen or first thirteen opponents, sorry. So after that, the competition gets a little better, but I mean, still, you saw what happened. So. Kind of reminds me of Khabib a little bit, except for Khabib was legit. I mean, there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> Khabib was legit. But. Yeah. Are those those Russian organizations that he was fighting in? Probably all those fucking ru- or cage cage fury. Yeah. Uh, he fought in a few different. His first two fights were in the Legion fight, and then he fought in the Grand European Fight Championship. And then Legion fight again. He fought in Pro FC Ukraine, Grand European again. Um, looks like most of them were in Grand European. And then just, I mean, when he finally started fighting decent fighters, he was in the WWFC and the WFCA. I thought you were about to say um, WWE. I was like, no. damn. <laughs> Which the WWFC is not a terrible organization, to be fair. But realistically, to come into this fight, he should have been like more like battle tested. He should have been more like nine or ten and zero. Yeah, and I would have been like okay, but his record was incredibly bad. He should have been like nine or ten and zero, and not twenty three and zero. But um, I mean, it is what it is. We saw what happened. At least his record I've, didn't get fucking checked. Yeah. That one Ukrainian uh, light heavyweight dude that came in—I forgot his name—but like it said, he had like. He was undefeated. Oh, but, yeah. You know, it's what they I'm talking about. It. And yeah, then they, they ended up, like, changing his record before yeah. the fight or something. And he ended up having, like, 12 losses. or, And he got annihilated, too, by Alonzo Manifield, right? I think. Thanks. Right. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. And he just fucking he killed that dude. Just murdered him. Let's see. <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name, but I do remember that guy. Um... It's a hard name to pronounce. Oh, it was uh, uh, Askar Mosarov. Yeah, Askar. Yeah, because his updated record on the Google UFC page is 19 and 13. That guy. That's exactly who it was. And he was and Alonzo Miniveld fucking smoked him, so there you go. Yeah. And how bad do you have to be if Alonzo – well, Alonzo has power, I got to say that. But Yeah, he has, yeah, some, he has like some uh, honorable mention wins for sure. But, like, he isn't the greatest, you know yeah. what I mean? But – Yep. Power's power, bro. He knocked out the, knocked yeah, out the clean. He he knocked out the goat William Knight. Speaking of William Knight, how about uh, that? That fight was fucking I don't want to talk about that fight. Yeah. That guy, was that even a fight? Can you call it a, it was just a, it was just a guy kicking another dude's leg. For, yes, dude, it was so boring. I mean, I don't get me wrong, you know, I was watching the fights while I was at a fucking five year old birthday party. But that the whatever was happening at that fucking birthday party was more interesting yeah. than that fucking fight. You know how sad that is to me. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many strikes do you guys think that uh, William that fight? I know because I, I looked it up today. I think he threw eight. Alex, eight? what's your guess? Wait, how many what? How many strikes did he land? Oh, land. The- oh, yeah. land. I man, at the at the second round, it was the strikes were three significant. I'd say three compared to like. 36, I think, if I'm not four. mistaken. He like, like, he what, like, 8, 10? 
they said he landed nine total. I don't even think he landed uh, nine. I don't even I think he, he landed through like eight. Damn. Well, well is much- it true that that was the last fight on his contract? <clears throat> I don't know if it doesn't, was. Doesn't matter. Pathetic. It doesn't matter. They're going to release him. They don't. He's done. Like I agree he, with you 100%. It's just bizarre to and me. And it's not like Martin Prashnia was good, you know? No. He's yeah. not good. And he literally has been chin-checked so many times. And all you got to do is throw. Just throw your fucking fists. And he just stood there. I couldn't get over it. I, I don't know. I don't know if, if I've ever seen anything like it. I don't know. I don't know. He literally <laughs> just stood there. You would think that a big dude like that would press. Like, move forward. Because, what, like, what well, do you, you know? Like- have you watched – if you've watched William Knight fights before, he's had the same problem where he just stands – but the difference is when he usually stands there, he is the one like backing people – he'll back people up against the, the fence or he'll control the center of the octagon, but he just won't throw. This right. time he had a kick a kickboxer that wanted to throw from distance, and he – in my opinion, he really got fraud checked because if you watch his past fights – he fights guys that aren't as a techni- aren't as technically striking as uh, Marcin Prachnio is, and once he finally fights a guy that's that is knows what he's doing, he's not good per se, but he knows what he's doing from a kickboxing range, and he's the one getting back against the fence. He can't do anything apparently. I mean, the guy did not throw. He didn't whether he landed or not. I don't give a shit. He didn't throw anything. He, he didn't throw, throw anything. anything off the back foot either. And the, I was going to say, no. the thing it didn't really land. They just kind of no. land. Yeah. It, yeah. It was pathetic. It was there, absolutely bro. pathetic. It was pathetic. I won't, I won't say that's the worst fight I've ever ever watched because – Not worst, but – Dada versus Kimbo exists, but – Lewis like, versus Nganu. Yeah, Lewis, that might be worse. No, uh, that's the worst fight I mean, ever. Carla Esparza and Rose – Oh, never mind, never mind. Why'd you <laughs> even mention that? You just pissed me off again. <laughs> I think I think the only reason that as far as and Rose is worse is because it was five rounds. You know, if if we're just going based off of three rounds, I'm, hey. I'm, I'm well. No, you know what made this work? You know what made this worse a little bit, in my opinion, was what? that fucking speech that William Knight's corner gave him between round two and three. They were in his ass like. You got to fight. You got to do something. You have to do something. He was like, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. And didn't do a goddamn thing. But he sounded like he was about to cry when he said, I got He's like, I got you. Oh, my God. He was defeated dude. up here, bro. That dude lost the fight yeah. before he Leon Edwards. The Leon Edwards is built different is all I got to say. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> William Knight would probably knock me the fuck out in five seconds because if you've seen how big – but if he if he I, throws a punch, if he he don't throw I, a punch in five seconds. After, I'm six three, dude. I, I'm six three like Brackney. And, and I, your average five seconds in a fight, William Knight does not throw a punch. So so hey, I'd last five seconds at least. I probably yeah, I'd, you would probably I'd, last a round. No, I'd probably last fucking all three because all I'd have to do is just walk yeah. around, walk around, yeah. and you would just, just throw just like shoot, even a shitty double leg, leg the whole time. Just a shitty leg kick. Just throw a shitty leg kick, and then it'll be fine. I'll throw step. I'll throw step in oblique kicks that way. Like at least <laughs> blown his blown his out. You'll probably break your foot on his goddamn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, pro- yeah. That guy's. Anyway. He needs to just quit MMA and go be a bodybuilder. For real, dude. That or like go do. He'd make money stuff. doing that. He's not Preach- gonna make money doing MMA because he just he's too scared to throw for some reason. He just can't do it. He just can't. Once it comes to the. 
to the action and the in the octagon, he just can't get it done. It is what it is, man. I used to like the guy when he came out of contender series. I was big on him. I was I bet on him on going in this fight, but he just it's not for him in my opinion. It's not for him. But I mean, moving on to more positive things on the card. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, <laughs> one girl that I like a lot that that kind of made some noise is I like Myra Buena Silva a lot. Yeah. She is. She's she's got some upside, I think. Um, her speech was weird, was it not? It was kind of strange. What'd she say? I can't remember. She, she oh yes, up. no, I do remember that. Uh, that fucking turned me off. I didn't hear it because I was at the party. What did she say? She was just she like was calling out, like fucking calling out the for the title and shit. Oh, the like, title. That's what y'all. Well, she called out Juliana Pena. She called out Juliana Pena. She was like, but she also refused to use the translator which she needed to fucking use because yeah, nobody that's... understood what she goddamn said anyways yeah. but she called yeah. out Juliana Penny I think I think from what she said the broken english it, it seemed like she was calling out Juliana Penny for not wanting to fight anybody and then uh who was it and Paul Felder I guess Paul Felder was like oh so you're calling out Juliana Penny and she was like, no, 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 no. And then she said some other name. Raquel and then, Pen- Yeah, Raquel. Raquel Pennington. And he was like, oh, so you're calling out Raquel Pennington. She said, no, 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 no. It was just confusing. It was fucking confusing. I thought, yeah, her, her, she, she should have used a translator. Yeah, she should have. Fabiano that- was there. Don't fucking, don't fucking push Fabiano to the side. That's some dirty ass shit right there. Yeah, exactly. Because he's the man. You don't do that. That shit. pissed me off. That pissed me off. I do like her. And I'll, she's a good fighter. But you push Fabiano to the side, you get on my bad side. I love Fabiano. Yeah, he's I the GOAT, bro. That's the GOAT translator right there. But, I, wish uh, I, could, wish I could speak exactly like him. He sounds so I sexy. Know. Bro, I'm he's like, the yeah, only yeah, translator that, like, actually puts passion into the yeah, fucking like, yeah. translation. How they're saying it. Yeah, he's like. Yes. He puts the emphasis where it needs to be emphasized. His hands are moving, too. With and the rest of them are just robots, dude. Well, you got the rest other, of them are just robots. Uh, you got that other guy that was a 284, and his hands were behind his back, and he was just like, Lala, you know, yeah. they, want, they want to fight this person. This is what's going on. Yes. They, well, dude, I, the Brazil card, that fucking guy sucks. Fire him that, immediately. That's the guy I'm talking about. That's the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, Brazil, yeah. horrible. Two, You're two talking about 283. 283. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, horrible. I fucking hate that guy. He can go stub his toe. But uh, – um. Uh, another guy that was um, pretty hyped up, I was a little underwhelmed by, but he got the job done, was uh, Nazim Sadikov. He comes out of the uh, Ray Longo camp. Um, he fought uh, Evan Elder. That was one of the nastiest cuts I've ever seen in my entire life. That yeah, was fucking it. disgusting. Um, did you see that cut, Alex? Honestly, no. You can I'm going to the- find this cut and share the yeah, screen so real quick. I might have seen the picture. Um, um, yeah, y'all talk about, or, or, uh, I guess, uh, Knuckles talk about that fight for a second while I find this picture. Cause that was fucking nasty. Yeah. That fight was, the fight was really good. It was like, it was going back and forth really honestly. I think elder held the advantage, uh, before the fight was stopped due to the cut. He was kind of, is that the guy with the tat right here? Uh, I think so. He's from Missouri, which I'm from Missouri. So shout out Evan elder. I think he, I think he does. He, he won the fight of the night, right? Did it win fight of the night? Alex, I, I think know. it did, yes. Yeah, it won't fight of the night. Yeah. Now I know because the name wasn't clicking. Yeah, I it was saw a, a cut, but I like, couldn't put name to yeah. it. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, keep going. It, 
it was a dope ass fight but yeah it was like i don't know it was just a lot of back and forth the first round i think it was split some people had it for uh sadikov and some people had it for elder i think i had it for elder again bias might be there because missouri but um <laughs> i mean they both and the thing is they were both fucking swinging like it was it, they were they were throwing shots um I don't even know really what else to say about it besides it was just it was a very all right. It's just a really, yeah. Here's the yeah. Ooh, kidding. that's nasty. I like that. I ain't even gonna lie, dude. I was talking shit saying that the uh, song Yidong cut was worse. I think that one. I think this one might be worse for real. Hey, it ain't worse than fucking um. What's his name? Fuck, I'm blanking out on his name. Uh it happened right here. Why am I blanking out? Oh, Gregory. Oh, Robocop, that motherfucker. Uh, yeah. The Brazilian. Why am I blanking out right now? Gregory Rodriguez, yeah. Yes, that motherfucker. Yeah. Yep. That was a nasty cut. That was disgusting, dude. Because you could see his fucking vein in that one. That's what bothered yeah. me. Anyway. Get that dude, shit That's off. nasty. I like. I don't know what it is, though. I love seeing shit like that. I, like, oh, that man. Right I, there. I like it. I don't know. I don't mind cuts, but like when you zoom in after it, you can like see it's like the Marvin Eastman one. Like I was cool with it, and then you could zoom in and see his fucking skull, and I was like, yeah, I don't like it anymore, man. I don't <laughs> like when you zoom in, like the RoboCop one. I was like, oh, that's a gnarly cut. And then like the after photos where his fucking you can see inside and you see, see that. You can see Elder's vein too, kind of. Yeah, I was like, nah, man. Bit. I don't know. I I like seeing that. The things I don't, the only thing that makes me cringe, like, listen, bro, I've seen a lot of nasty shit, but the only shit that makes me cringe is like when people's knees like snap, like the opposite Ooh. direction or shit like that. That's the only thing that's gonna make. We me know what got me was fucking uh, uh, Khalil Roundtree versus Modestus Bokowskis. Is that when he hit him with that, that oblique kick? Mm -hmm. and, yeah, fucking destroyed his knee. That shit was oh, rough yeah. to watch too. Did or that, did y'all see that jujitsu tournament recently where the guy got his fucking knee just ripped out of place? Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh my god. I literally what was his screamed. name? Was it Pat Shigoli that did it? Was it the guy that was it? No, 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 no. This was ridiculous. Oh really? Let me see if I can find it on YouTube. Okay. Um <laughs> there's very little things that make me scream out <laughs> and that was one of them, bro. Did you see the video that was of rough. Gordon Ryan getting his like I think it happened yeah. a while. Sure. Oh, Gordon Ryan got his fucking ankles. You could hear it snap, and he kept going, and he still won. He won the match. Yeah, he won. I'm pretty. Wasn't it? It was in one championship, wasn't it, Alex? Did this happen? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Found it. Uh, oh, gnarly. And also, guys, we are going to be talking about one championship as well. Um, yeah. we're all you know. We're, we're, we're just watching it more and more, and we're getting familiar with more of these fighters. It's fucking hard to pronounce their names, so we're not trying to be out here looking stupid. That's right. But we're going to be on that one championship ground. We love that shit. To be honest, I like it more than the UFC. I'll be completely honest with all y'all motherfuckers. And we're going to get it down. Don't y'all worry. We're going we gonna to make this shit entertaining for all y'all motherfuckers. I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. I'm going to say by the end of 2024, not the 2023, but end of 2024, one championship will be the second best promotion out there. So just keep an eye out. I think it already is. I but think it is. Me. Get yeah. more notes. Uh, oh, this will fucking hurt yeah. me. And right now, I can't believe he's still in uh, there. But he's tough, man. He's doing a good job, like he said. 
taking the pressure off the knee and putting that leg there, trying to push push on the butt with that extra leg that is free to try to get his knee and get the pressure off it and be able to move. But, you know, Darth Tony has that knee and, whoo, man. And you can see that Binder in there was doing a good job of, of coming around, pushing on the butt, checking the oil there, pushing himself out, yep. actually getting the knee out of the dangerous position. And Mikey just recalibrates and comes back down on the thigh again. Yep, and one thing uh, Gretelmeyer is doing a good job is that what we teach at AMC is ankle, knees, ankles, knees, hips. He's tacking the ankle, now he's going to the knees. Now the next thing he needs to beat is the hip. That's what's keeping her, and he's also going for that that ankle in the beginning. And he's just going back to the basics. Ankle, knees, hip, ankle, knees, and hips. And you know, I'd like to see Mikey maybe transition to something else. Like he's trying to blow that knee out, the knee's not gonna go. So maybe transition to maybe a side control and go up and try to break his arm. Ryan Jordan's doing a great job of peeling the legs and staying out of danger, but this is such a dangerous game that he's playing right now. He's allowing Musumeci to adjust. Musumeci told me this, though, that he kind of gets something stuck into his head and he can't transition away from it. He just keeps attacking that one thing and he doesn't want to let it go. Yeah, he actually talked about that in the, the fight interviews with us this week about how he gets that, that tunnel vision where he gets stuck on a single technique and that he, he wanted to flow. So I don't know if this is tunnel vision or he actually thinks it. You know, this is the finish that he wanted, but... Oh, look at that knee. Man, it's like I'm watching dead. surgery. This is terrifying. I'm, I've never seen a knee bend like that. It's, I'm cringing watching this. How is he not tapped, DJ? It's probably the quadriceps. I mean, those are some strong quadriceps. You see that, you know, the teardrop muscle. I think that thing is really helping the ACL, LCL, and MCL, and PCL. All his ligaments stay together. And, you know, this gentleman is extremely, extremely tough and flexible. Um, he knew he was getting himself into going against Mikimichi. All right, so it's it, it goes like that uh, pretty much the entire no, five, six-minute video. I don't want to get us pulled off of YouTube, so I'm not going to show the whole thing. But uh, that pretty much goes – it gets worse. It gets worse. His knee gets fucking ridiculously torn up. Oh, no. I, yeah, that was a nasty ass. I just don't remember their fucking names. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, nah, that's me. We're going to get uh, on that one. I know for sure. For sure, that was a that was a good one. Um, so as far as the main card went on Blanchfield and Andrade, we had nothing too crazy. Like we already talked about a couple of, we don't even talk about some of them. But Jim Miller, Alex Hernandez was a fucking banger. I yeah. feel uh, disrespectful to Jim Miller if we don't talk about that fight because um, they both. I mean, Jim Miller was competitive, um, but he's aging like fine wine, baby. Yeah. Um, Alex Hernandez kind of kind of showed what we've been missing from him, I would say, yeah. in a way. He uh, came in with a lot of hype to the UFC. He did, and he he's had some very bad stumbles. Yeah, He's had some very bad stumbles, very bad stumbles. But he came into this one, um, and I mean, round one was controversial. I personally scored the, the, the fight 30-27. A lot of people didn't see it that way. A lot of people had round one for Jim Miller. Um, but round two and three were clear rounds for Alex Hernandez. I mean, he just started piecing them up. His jab, his straight punches, period, were not missing at all. I mean, they were just face magnets. And I know Jim Miller is just known for not having head movement. But still, Alex Hernandez, his his straights were face magnets. He couldn't miss. He took advantage and, of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looked too. good. Technique was great. Like, even when he was yeah. even held by the first round, he Tired. His technique was still there. Like he was still. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing I liked with Alex too in that fight, it was never one shot. It was always 
it was always one, two, combination, three. Combination. Yeah. And if he wasn't one, two, three, he was first and third. I mean, the guy just – he put combinations together well. Um, he did good. And, I mean, credit to Jim Miller because he came out in that third round with a fucking violence about him. I mean, he wanted to end that fight, and he wanted to win. But uh, definitely think that, that Alex deserved the win there. He earned it um, against one of the best in the UFC to ever do it, 40-something fights in the UFC. So I like that. We'll see how far Alex goes. I don't 41. See yeah, 41. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dude. I don't see uh, I don't see him going. I don't see – I still don't see Alex going all that far, especially because he said he wants to go back down to featherweight. <laughs> that um, is – I think that is such a terrible idea. That idea. He said in his fighter interview that he definitely wants to go back to featherweight. I don't like that for yeah. him, but – He's going to get pieced up because I think that yeah. cut's going to be insusceptible. Dude, but, he said his dick didn't work. Did y'all hear about that when he said that in his interview during his weight cut? Yo, Um, what? What? He he literally said he was like, like, yeah, I felt I felt good. Like I felt strong, faster. Right. Like. Like, like just faster, stronger. But he's like, dude, my dick wasn't working. Like I'd wake up and he's not like awake. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, yeah. we wake up and we're ready to go, baby. <laughs> like, he woke up and he's like, yo, knock, knock, wake up, bud. <laughs> and low, and low, he still low. wants to go back to 145. You know That's what I'm crazy. saying? <laughs> he's fighting over fucking, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. And that discipline, baby. What's the word? Right. word? Celibacy. Braver, man. <laughs> Shoot, I guess uh, – that kind of covers it for the main or for that card. I mean, we can talk about yeah. Zach Paona versus Jordan Wright for a second, but fuck that fight. I mean, no, didn't his dad bet against him? All of them suck. You're talking about that's uh that's uh Jamal Pogues versus Oh, Josh that Pogues. guy. Sorry, don't hit me. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. That was kind of funny. I did see what you're talking about, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The rest of that <laughs> that main that main card kind of sucked. So. Uh, we'll just move on from there, I guess. Uh, we can talk about a couple fights that have recently been announced. Um, today, actually, as of this recording today, we had uh, announced uh, Jalton Almeida versus uh, Biggie Boy Jarino Ruzestruck. That's going to be interesting. Wait, um, that, you didn't hear about that, Knuckles? Dude, I was, I've been fucking, I didn't even yeah. see it. I didn't see Jal- I've been Jalton Almito versus uh, Jarzino Rosenstruck is happening. That's got announced. Um, presents. So that's interesting. That's interesting. Oh, he, listen, Almeida's gonna come in there. Okay, Almeida's gonna come in there, and he's gonna fucking shoot, take him to the fucking ground. But he has to set it up because of Biggie Boy, and, dude. He's gonna set it up, bro. Okay, because I was gonna say. Biggie Boy also, like, doesn't he hold the record for sub one-minute knockouts? All he has to do is touch one person. He has to touch person one time. That's yeah, my but own. we also haven't seen Almeida wobbled or anything yet, right? Right, true. He doesn't get hit. That's the thing. He doesn't That's, get hit. Exactly, exactly. But this is the thing. He sets it up real nice, bro. Listen, he'll throw he'll throw a nice teep to keep the distance. And That's nice what he To keep the distance. He's going to do that, bro. He's going to yeah. do that. He, and mind you, he's taller than Biggie Boy. Isn't he by, like, two inches or an inch? Because he's six two, I think, and Biggie Boy's six one. So, okay, one inch. But this is the thing. 
when he hit, he's gonna hit that front kick, maybe hit a fucking jab cross right after, brother. But he once he hits that front kick and he finds that distance, yeah, it's classic Almeida. He's gonna shoot. He's gonna pick him up. I promise you, he's gonna pick him up, and he's gonna Almeida is six three and Rosen strike six two. Okay, I was, I was. Yeah, same difference. One inch difference. <laughs> yeah, so it should, I mean. I mean, realistically, yeah, Almeida should win. I I would pick Almeida by I would bet the fucking house on Almeida. But yeah, just when you got a when you in the heavyweight division, it's so crazy when you have a striker that has that much fucking power. Because it's like it's like Ngannou and Blades. Blades realistically should have beat Ngannou. Like should have taken him down. Should have beaten him. That's that's how it should have happened, especially early on. But <clears throat> Blades is horrendous. Or used to be horrendous at setting up takedowns. So it was just a strike up the middle. Or uh, we're just no that one that was the that was the Lewis fight. So a good another good example when you don't set up your takedowns. Just I won a lot of money that night. Right. <laughs> it's 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 you know I think I made as a better. Yeah, I'd say he's a better grappler than Blades. I don't know about a better MMA grappler, a better overall grappler. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, because didn't he throw it? Wasn't it in the in the uh, Shamil fight? He threw some uh, some teep kicks up the middle to break that guard and get that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So, no, Almeida Almeida's nice man, and I think he's going to use a little a little bit more of his striking in this one in the beginning, right? Uh, that'd be scary, that'd be scary. I, I know, think. no, I know it is, but at the same time, we haven't seen him tested, right? So let's Yo. like. Like let's let's get this motherfucker tested, right? Because mm. if 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 he passes this shit with flying colors, brother, and this dude is good on the feet and he has those slick ass takedowns in this fucking weight class, this dude is easy. This dude is gonna stay at the top five and he has a chance of being champ. It's not far fetched. Let's be realistic now, right? Um, like when we call the technicalities in this weight class, bro, and with his strength as well, his speed, right. like. I think gone like Cyril gone will fucking will beat Almeida right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's just technicalities. Yeah, yeah. It's just technicalities based. But like we, I wanted we we need to see him against some strikers now, right? Right. Some of these strikers with good takedown defense, and let's fucking see how he gets tested. Agreed wholeheartedly. Yeah. So you for sure, um, for sure, yeah. um, I would say, um, I've got Jalton Jal- Almeida on that fight for sure. Yeah, uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Rosenstrike really has a chance. I think he's probably about done in the UFC. Puncher's chance. He finished. Chance. Yeah, but when he throws punches. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. All right, what we got next, Max? What we got? All right, up next we've got um, Jalen Turner versus Mateus Gamrot because uh, Dan Hooker pulled out of the the fight uh, due to a broken hand. So we've got that one coming up. I can't remember what the date for it is. I'm pretty sure it's the same date. I don't think it's changed. 285. So, uh, 285. There you go. Um, as far as that one goes, I guess I'll go first. I I don't know how I see that one. I guess um, it's, it's more interesting now. Um, I think Jalen Turner probably still wins just because of his – crazy uh stature for that division um his reach is insane and i think his grappling is a good enough t- 
to withstand the onslaught from Gamrot, and I think his striking is good enough to to uh, match what Gamrot has in the grappling. Um, I would say Jalen Turner. I'm not entirely confident. That's an early prediction. I'm going to look into it more and get a better prediction together, but that's what I've got for now. Uh, what about you, Knuckles? You know I'm on that Gamer track, baby. Gamrot all day. He's going to expose him. He's had a, He's going to have a at least three-week camp, I'm sure. They probably talked to him about taking it even sooner. So he's probably been training for a month or going to be training for a month by the time the fight rolls around. Um, I think his grappling is going to be far superior because his grappling is generally on the same level as Armin Sarukian. I think Jalen Turner's grappling is good. It's just not that. And I think what's going to happen is we're going to see a very similar fight to Sarukian and uh, oh, what was the guy that Sarukian just fought? Um, Demir. Demir is Magulov. It's going to be it's going to be similar to that, except for Jalen's got a little bit better grappling. But I think I think Gamrot's going to just get him down, hold him down, work the grappling. Try to he probably won't. We probably won't see a finish just because a lot of Gamrot's fights go to decision. But I think it's just going to be kind of a wrestle fuck fest um, by Gamrot. And yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm predicting. I, I if 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 Turner wins, it's going to be some sneaky submission out of nowhere. It's going to be a uh, knockout but I, I don't see that i don't i don't really have much confidence in turner um his best win is brad riddell i'm just gonna go with that and he lost to matt frivola again that's been some time but like he's lost to some pretty suspect people so that's my prediction gamrot decision probably like 49 46 they're okay. not <clears throat> it's a three-round fight so uh 29 28 all right what do you got uh alex i think jalen turner is smart He's going to use his stature. He's going to fight from the distance, and he's going to work on that striking because, okay, yeah, he can hold himself off on the grappling against camera, but if they really, really want to get to rolling, bro, on for three fucking rounds, I, I got camera on that all day long. But if it's going to stay striking, it's going to stay on the ground. And I know camera got that motherfucking dog in him. But – and Jalen Turner – He's just so fucking long, bro. Like, let's let let's let's be real. There's not, there's so only so many people that he can actually spar with, that can replicate his exact style. On this, if Jay, like I just think if Jalen Turner fights from the distance and he can pick him apart, he can edge out on points. But his takedown defense got to be on fucking point, cause he ain't out grappling Gamera, bro. I'm not seeing that any day of the week, unless. Unless he were to fucking stun him, stun him and take him to the ground. When people are stunned, bro, you can't defend. There's only so much you can do to yeah. defend because you're gassed. You're trying to get your you're trying to get your your momentum right back into it, right? Um, and I I honestly think, sorry, Knuckles, <laughs> but I I know I know it's your boy, but it's I think Jalen Turner, bro, is like I think he he's gonna edge it out close. I I think it's just, I think it's gonna be like a 29-28 round. I think it's gonna be like a split decision, to be honest. If not, it could be 29-28 unanimous Jalen Turner, just because I think he's going to be smart with it. I think he's going to try and pick him from the outside. I think that's the game he's going to play. Pick him from the outside and do that takedown defense. Have it up up point. If he's smart, if he wants to get that win. So just a little uh, touch to the the takes. Um, 
The opening odds for that are Mateus Gamrot minus 174 and Jalen Turner plus 149. Ooh. At those odds, I would probably hammer Jalen Turner just because. Yeah. Bet yeah. some money. You're yeah. on. If lines are like that, yeah. You you see those odds like that. I mean, we saw the same thing with Aaron Blanchfield and Jessica Andrade this weekend where Andrade was coming in on short notice, and yes, she just pieced up Lauren Murphy, but it's fucking Lauren Murphy. Um, she pieced up she pieced up one of the aliens from Aliens in the Attic, and then she got uh she got praise for it. Yeah, fuck and you, so, Laura Murphy. <laughs> she got praise for it. So Aaron Blanchfield showed her what's up plus one hundred. Obviously, it was a much more shorter notice than what uh, Gamrot and Turner is going to be, but I still I still see Turner at one fifty at almost plus one fifty. I've got to take him. I've got to. I don't have a choice. Odds like that, hell, I would take him, and I think Gamrot's gonna win. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just... but odds like, aside, uh, Max, how do you think it plays out? Honestly, I mean, this may be a hot take, but I could see, uh, I could see Jalen catching him on the feet. I could see him shooting a couple or uh, stuffing a couple takedowns, um, and I could see him catching him with something long and straight because that's just who. Who Jalen Turner Dude. is? Maybe like, maybe like a combo, like a a one-two straight up the middle, and then a teep kick to the body, and then gets him up against the fence, and then a one-two straight again that kind of rocks him, and then his drops him. are going to be on point. point. Yeah, and, and I, I could see him pouncing and getting a TKO finish. My only thing, I don't, I don't think he could get it. I don't think it'll be a TKO because my like my only thing with that is that Dariush arguably has some of the best power in that division. Like it's, it's sneaky underrated because he doesn't have the best striking technique. So we don't get to see the power that often, but he's got fucking hands. I mean, and Gamrot took probably one of the nastiest shots I've ever seen somebody take and rolled, you know, he, he got, he got knocked. He did the, uh, the DC roll. Like he did the fucking DC roll backwards. Um, and I like, if Turner's going to do it, it's going to have to be like a big combination. Like, it's going to have to be a big combination that drops him, and he's going to have to be able to finish him that way. And I don't even know if he does that. If, if I'm going to go with your guys' thinking, I could see what Alex said. I could see a club and sub. That's what I would see. If, if Jalen Turner is going to win, I think it would be a club and sub. I think he fucking puts it on him. Gamrot gets overwhelmed, and he sn- snatches him up in, like, a, yep. a geek or, like, a Dars or something like that. Well, something. I can see him just using those long-ass arms to cinch him up in a rear naked yeah. choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good. He's good. I just, I think, I just his think legs he, are long too, man. He's he is like, I'm not obviously this. I, I say this lightly for obvious reasons, but he is built. He's built like, like the John Jones of lightweight. Built yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna even come close to the talent yet because obvi- for obvious reasons, but he has that kind of build where he's just like a freak of nature for that division. As yeah. far as Bill goes, those got those type of guys, those longer, <laughs> taller dudes, are really starting to, I don't know, kind of take over each division because Jamal Hill, you know, six four, got really good, um, weird body style, but tall, long, you know, yeah. one like um, Pereira, long, tall, in middleweight, um, Leon Edwards is a freak. Yeah, let's say Leon Edwards, long, tall for welterweight. What he's like six one, six two, or is he six foot? Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. It's it's a long, tall. You know, 
those long, tall dudes are the ones that are just, it seems to be yeah. every they're taking over the divisions. And it used to, man, like, <clears throat> unless you're Dagestani, you're those guys. I don't know if you're going to beat those guys, you know, <laughs> but Agreed. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Let's talk about next. We've got um, Anthony Smith versus Johnny Walker. Let's see what y'all think about that one. Knuckles, what do you got? Okay, me. All right. Um, I don't fucking know, man, because like I, I am probably one of the few fans of Anthony Smith. I actually like he is cringy, but I like him. Um, he's very outspoken, which I respect. Like he's outspoken about his takes, but any, that doesn't that doesn't like I guess play into his fighting. Um. It depends on which version of Anthony Smith we get. I think if we get Anthony Smith that fought Alexander Gustafson, I think it's going to be a fucking wash. Anthony Smith should win by a landslide. But if we get Anthony Smith that fought um, – I'm trying to think of a bad fight he had. Glover Teixeira. Uh, yeah, Glover Teixeira. It's going to be It's going to be Johnny Walker all day. And that also depends on which version of Johnny Walker we get. If we get the Johnny Walker who fought um, in the last fight, uh, Paul Craig played kind of smart, took it a little <laughs> smarter. Or like the one that fought uh, Jan Kutalaba, uh, like played a little smart. Also, that fucking fight fell into his lap. He got that rear naked choke off a gift. But like if we get a smart Johnny Walker and a smart Anthony Smith, that's what I want. I want both of them to fight smart, both fight to their best abilities. Because honestly, if they both both fight to their best, I don't know who fucking wins. My early prediction is Anthony Smith submission, probably third round or a decision. Anthony Smith just depends on what version we get of both fighters, but I'm going to say Anthony Smith. That's my pick. Fuck. It's kind of hard fight for me. Just because they're so both of them, like you said, Knuckles, both of them do have different, different, uh, different days, right? Yeah. And it's very, and it's very like obvious For with sure. these fighters. But the thing is, I can see Anthony Smith actually like taking it to the ground more than Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker just wants to stand up, and he just wants to fucking kill somebody in the flashiest way possible. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? But like, if we get a Johnny Walker that's fucking going out there to to fight like he did in his debut, where he's just fucking head hunting, uh, just straight throwing some knees, some elbows, grabbing that fucking clinch and killing him in that clinch, right? Having stuffing those fucking takedowns. I honestly, I don't know, dude. I I can see Johnny Walker winning this fight just because he has his losses already, right? He he had. Remember, when he came into the UFC, he had – people thought highly of Johnny Walker, right? They thought this dude was going to be, like, next up champ. Let's be real. A lot of people were thinking that, bro. This guy yeah. has had a lot of mental breakdowns, right? Like, uh, especially with – dude, listen, what people say online, that hurts these fighters, bro. But that's also what fuels these fighters, right? He's he's getting better. He is. He, he technically – like his technicality is getting better. His fight IQ is is getting higher, bro. And Anthony Smith is on that decline of his career. I think Johnny Walker can actually finish Anthony Smith in this in this fight. To be completely honest with you, in this moment in his career, he's a better striker. He's tougher. 
I, I think we're going to get a finish, bro, to be honest. I think he's going to wear him down because Anthony Smith is tough, but he'll wear him down and get the finish in the third round. Yeah. I love that prediction. Let's fucking go. I like it. So yeah. That's what you got, man. Let's hear man, yours. honestly, and this one I think uh, I think it's going to be another um, exposition of um, when, when uh, Johnny Walker finally gets under the bright lights and has a chance to show his name, just like he's always done every time he's got that chance, I think he's going to wilt under pressure. In my opinion, uh, I mean, and okay. the the number the number one the number one uh, the number one example I put that is people think about the Johnny Walker and uh, Ryan Span fight and think, oh yeah, Johnny Walker knocked him out, but people forget that Ryan Span had that motherfucker hurt bad. He was almost yeah. out. You forget that Ryan yeah. Span almost had Johnny Walker out, and then you look at Anthony Smith, what he did to Ryan Span. He fucking dominated dog, and knocked walking. him out bad. And I would say Ryan Spann is a better grappler than Johnny Walker. Yeah, so yeah. my my thing is I don't know that and, – and Anthony Smith, say what you want about him, but he has a chin. If you're going to yeah. put him out, you're going to have to grind him out. And I don't think Johnny Walker has what it takes to grind him out. I think Anthony Smith has what it takes to grind Johnny Walker out, if not put him out. Because, like I just said, the two comparisons – uh, Johnny Walker versus Ryan Spann. Ryan Spann hurt Johnny Walker early, and then Johnny Walker came back and then put out Ryan Spann. Anthony Smith dominated Ryan Spann's ass. So my thing is, Anthony Smith is not a good matchup for Ryan or for Johnny Walker just because he's a well-rounded fighter with a good chin. Yeah, and he can take him down and grind him out if he wants to, and I think that's what he'll do, and I think he's gonna have success doing it. I think I've got probably Anthony Smith. They're headlining, right? I think. I believe. I think so. I think so. I believe. Yeah, if they're headlining, especially I've got. Um, Damn. I've got Anthony Smith round four or five. Wait, they're 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 headlining. Okay, so that changed sure. everything because I just not. No, yeah, I'm. Th- I thought it was a three round fight. No, I'm pretty sure it's a five round headliner. Okay, then yeah, Anthony Smith wins. It's this. It's going to be a decision or a submission late. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never I mind. Mean, I mean, I guess on paper, theoretically, I in a Alex, fight. damn it, come on, man. Huh? You're like, damn it. Now I gotta change my decision. No, I'm not I don't that's the thing. I'm not really changing it. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like I get it. I get it. It's still gonna it's gonna be a five round fight, right? And like we're not really thinking highly of Johnny Walker right here. But I think he's at that moment of in, in his career that he might prove us wrong right now, bro. Right. Yeah. That's so. what I'm that's what I'm getting so. at. Anthony think, Smith is on the decline. Johnny Walker is on that. I mean, based on based right on now. what? Based on what? Him getting hurt in a fight? No, no, no. It's not just that, bro. But you gotta you gotta you gotta think about it right now. Like, I mean, yeah, in the last fight, Johnny Walker against Paul Craig, he didn't really have to show a lot because the fight ended quick. And all that. No, yeah, I'm not talking about Johnny Walker. I'm talking about hey, Anthony Smith. Hey, but I got one. Oh no, no, thing. and also, I'm not saying he's gonna get chinned or anything. I'm not saying he's gonna make it look. He's easy. not gonna get chinned. I don't think he's gonna get chinned. No, I mean, absolutely Smith not. That's 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 what I'm saying. But what that's, I'm saying is, and hard, he doesn't. Get it's chinned. not. It's not a boot. It's not. It's not far fetched that he can fucking grind him down in the fucking clinches, real Come bad on, all game. Walker. If he gets there, bro. 
Okay, yeah. but who – my question to that, who has Johnny Walker, like, grind down? Who has he grinded down? Well, that's the thing. A lot of his finishes early yeah. were fucking early, yeah, they're bro. Flashy knockouts, but when you when you put Johnny Walker into a later round fight, when well, that's what I'm getting at. We're about to see. I we're gonna see, right? Like this is this is the point where this is the chance where he can fucking prove us, that, right? This is his first time that he's, he's fighting under fucking Kavanaugh, dude. Rounded, yeah. Huh? He's fighting under Kavanaugh. That thing is, I don't know how good his gas tank's gonna be. Yeah, fighting under Kavanaugh. Too. Hey, here's the thing, though. I'll say. I don't like it. That's Sean McGregor's coach, right? Hey, I will say this this about Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith almost lost to a home invader, a messed out home invader. So, I mean. Whatever, man. (laughs) Hey, listen. Every fighter has their day, bro. That's what I'm getting at, bro. Uh, That's the thing. Honestly. I think it's Johnny Walker's day, not Anthony Smith. That's what I love about. Dude, that's That's what what I'm saying. I think it's going to be Johnny Walker's day. Hey. Man, I, I hey, listen. This is why the fight game is beautiful, right? Yeah, that's that's why, I'm hard, like, that's why I'm hard pressed to disagree. Like, I'm hard pressed to like to. I I can't disagree with Alex because it could go either way. Because Johnny is so fucking unpredictable. You could have like Johnny has. He's very. He is. I'm not gonna say Michael Johnson because there are very Michael Johnson. No, fighters. you can't compare them. No, no, no. But like. Johnny Walker is one of those guys that has lost to people who he shouldn't have lost to and beat people who he should have. Yeah, but he's also lost to people that he should have beat. I also want to get to, bro, not everybody's fucking unknockable, dog. Let's think about all these fighters lately that people thought they couldn't get knocked out. People thought they had the greatest chin and they're flatline. Yeah, but you're also – you're talking about in most of those cases – Guys who's but they wear them down, about, right? Yeah, but let's talk about Usman versus Leon, right? Leon Edwards' chin had not been tested that much up until the Nate Diaz fight he got wobbled at the end there. But uh Alex Pereira versus um Israel. Israel. His chin has not gotten tested much before that, before that fight. And then you've I mean, got he has he got knocked out. I'm talking about Alex's chin. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you meant yeah, yeah, my no, bad. Don't no, hit no. me, bro. That's Don't what I'm kind of – no, I'm kind of like <laughs> – I'm kind of going on that basis too. Like this is a – I mean, as far as talent goes, it's a shitty comparison. But like it's been a long time since since Anthony Smith has been really chin, 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 chin. Like yeah. he's been like worn out for sure. He's been worn down and got out of there, but – Johnny Walker has been chinned several times. Yeah. That motherfucker is a huge heavyweight or light heavyweight. <laughs> the cut and I think Anthony Smith has the power to 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 wobble yeah. him to the point that he puts him out and I think that's going to happen. I don't I don't understand like I hope they put Anthony Smith as the underdog so I can bet hard on him. Let me you know what? Let me let me figure out real quick. I'm going to see what the opening is. He probably okay. Dude, I love I it's love It's probably the- even odd. I love huh? this push. I love this push that Max has given him because, like, I love, yeah. I love when somebody is so high on a fighter. Because, like, I, I used to be that on Anthony Smith. I just, I think I lost it after not the, not the. I wouldn't say I lost <laughs> it Agamed fight, but there was a fight where I did lose it with Anthony. Like, I don't remember which fight it was. It might, hell, it might have been the Magomed fight, but again, that was an injury. So, 
you can't count much on that. But I mean, it's not even that I'm that high on Anthony. I'm just that low on Johnny Walker. I okay. Think. No. Yeah. That's no. That's that's what I'm getting at. I I see that too. I know you're not high on Anthony, but I can tell you very low on Johnny Walker. And don't get me wrong, he has not shown a lot. Hey, dog. He He's hasn't. Got- I, I I agree with you. I really really do. But that's also because a lot of his fucking wins were fucking quick, bro. <laughs> He's coming <laughs> like the belt, that fucking golem, like him sitting by the belt. That shit was funny as fuck. Oh, dude, dude, that was hilarious. fucking weird, man. I don't know. That was weird to me. He's a, he's a he's a he's a different cat. He's like he reminds me of Paulo Costa, but like in a weird, cringy kind of way. Like he's just kind of I don't know. Uh. <laughs> anyway, Paulo Costa, bro. Dude, he's a fucking yeah. Paulo Costa, he's funny. I just really wish I can understand why he put anyway. Not gonna get into that. I was gonna say I can understand why he pulled out of the Whitaker fight, but that's a whole nother conversation. But. Fighter pay is shit. We'll just say that. Well, I can't find the opening odds, but you said what? I had to guess. I said I can't find the opening odds, but if I had to guess, it would probably be. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, by just a slight margin, I'd I'd figure. Who you you said Knuckles? Hold on a second. Let me look it up. I would figure that it would be Anthony Smith by a slight margin. I yeah, probably... I think it's gonna be a close betting odds. I would say, yeah. Damn near pick them, I would, Let me, I would uh, imagine. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm going to try to see what sure dog's odds are. Yeah, I tried to find some, couldn't, but, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's Do we just, know what the, what, what's the night? What night is it supposed to? May something, May. Uh, okay, okay. Early May. Yeah, there it is right there. Okay. Um, May 13th. Damn, they don't have the odds yet. Yeah, I don't think. They're out there, but I guess that's a good thing to talk about. I would say uh, probably – I would say it's a damn near pick em. Yeah, If I was the odds – the odds makers will probably put Johnny Walker as a favorite, like a like a minus 120 and put uh, – Look, I'll be real with you. Put if, Anthony if, Smith as like a plus 210. If and I Anthony Smith that, is an underdog, I'm betting on him. No, it's Anthony Smith right now. Anthony Smith's the underdog. Hold on, I'll tell you guys what the odds are. Um, it is. I had it. Uh, no. Hang on a second. That's fight odds. Uh, let's see. Um. They have – it's kind of a pick em. Um I am seeing minus 175 for Johnny Walker. L- slightly higher than I would have it, but, like, I would have it, like, one, yeah. 150. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, yeah, like, 150, 140. But they have a 175, so slightly high. Um, not horrendous, obviously, but – that's the opening odds. That's the opening odds. It's going to change. Honestly, yeah, I mean, if I had to guess by May, who's going to close as the favorite, I'm going to predict that Anthony Smith will probably close as the favorite. But lines change a lot. Um, who fucking knows? Johnny Smith or Johnny Smith. Johnny Walker could also close as the favorite. It just it, – it depends. <laughs> Things change. We'll see. Yeah. Um, 
Next one we had on the on the uh, list was uh, Aljo versus Cejudo. Mm-hmm. Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Dude, it's, it's I can't wait for that fight. And I think Henry Cejudo is going to win that fight. I'm I'm on that train to Henry Cejudo all day. All Dude, listen, listen, people, people, people let that cringiness get in the way of his fucking talent and his fucking skill, bro. Look, yeah. look, Aljo is fucking great on the ground. His grappling is great. But Cejudo is going to prove right now that his Olympic wrestling, not only that, but the way yeah. he sets up his takedowns, bro, his striking is nice. The way he analyzes each opponent. Because he's a great coach himself, bro. And that's dangerous. A great coach that's still an active fighter. That's fucking that's that's nasty. But but also it's he's so fast and so strong and his level changes are so quick. And that's a problem for Aljo. Cause like yeah. he hasn't he hasn't fought someone, someone who who can stay in front, drop down, stay in front, go for some takedowns, go for a single leg, shoot right back up real quick, and, and go right back down to a single leg, switch it into a double like relentlessly he hasn't had that that yet with with this high of a pedigree and Cejudo he it's not that he he people think like he maybe he hasn't been training nah bro this dude is still training full fucking time Mm. full fucking time and he's been preparing for for this like people let's not forget that he he, it's been on his mind that he's gonna come back for a title fight bro Yep. And I'm not saying he's going to steamroll Aljo. Fuck no. It's going to be pretty competitive. But what I think is he's going to show Aljo levels to this. And he's going to show him, you know what I mean? Cejudo's the real bantamweight goat, in my opinion, bro. Like, he doesn't have the history because, you know what I mean? He did get into it a little late. But, dude, his talent, his talent is, is, is and his, his talent, his skill, everything is fucking He's one of the best fighters I've seen. That's that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, you can't argue that. I agree. I think I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I just think that I think it's going to come back. I think if I like, there's. I think that Suhudo is a better grappler, but I think it's going to come down to the striking. It's going to be very reminiscent of what we had in the um, Usman and Covington fight, where they're they're grappling um evens out and they just strike i think we're gonna see a lot of that and i'm just gonna i'm gonna give you a little factoid real quick aljamain sterling has fought in um 14 i think it's 14 ufc appearance it's either i know what you're about to say 14 or 17 you i think it's 14 ufc appearances and he has never had a (laughs) knockdown never had a knockdown never once so, also, I fucking hate Aljamain Sterling. I'm sorry, Aljo, if you if you watch this somehow, which I don't think you will, but if you watch this, change what you are doing as a person. Stop trying to be Henry Cejudo. Be yourself. Stop trying to be cringe. Be yourself. And I will like you, but you're trying to be cringe and stop doing that. But aside from that, what I think of him personally I do believe that Henry Cejudo is the better fighter. I think Henry Cejudo chins him on the fucking feet. I think Henry Cejudo, like, if they want to go to the ground, like, dude, Aljo can try to backpack him all day. What do you think Henry's going to do? He's going to reverse that position super fucking fast and in a hurry, and he's going to get yeah. fucking full guard. He's Like, if, if Aljo's on his back, 
he's going to flip that shit to a full guard as fast as he can, or he's going to flip that shit to a fucking full mount. Who knows what he's going to do? Like, I'll Joe, all I've got to say is you should have picked a better, uh, you should have fucking fought Sean O'Malley. I don't know why you picked Henry Cejudo because you would have beat Sean O'Malley. You ain't beating Henry Cejudo. That's but if he to. does, though, if he does, oh, nobody, be- nobody, nobody can say shit to Aljo. Oh, no. I will, after after that, I'm not going to say I'm going to be an Aljo fan, but I will stop talking you shit. You have now. to respect him. Yeah, I'll respect him. I will like, stop. Dude, that's – to be Henry Cejudo, bro? Yeah. Listen. Listen, dog. Hey, but honestly, I can also see – because Henry Cejudo's been training a lot with DJ. I fucking love DJ. I'm going to see Henry Cejudo be throwing up those fucking high knees. And he's going to try. If he knocks him out, it's going to be with a fucking high knee, bro. It's going to be another Marlon Marais fight. Dude, what would, what, how fucking iconic would it be if he knees Aljo and knocks him out after Aljo took that knee from Jan? Yes. Like, can you imagine if he gets knocked out? I would fuck you, dude. I would lose it. I would lose it for real. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I and then I want to see Cejudo after after he wins because he's gonna win, bitches. I want to see him defending against O'Malley just so he can fuck O'Malley. And I love O'Malley. I do love O'Malley. I I do. But I think Cejudo's just gonna dog walk him. I really do. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Max, yeah, sorry, I don't want to, like Max hasn't given his side yet, but I've got more. I'm on so that. sorry, Max. We've been just going. Nah, at man, it. <laughs> I'm here as the producer. I'm just showing. hey, shut the fuck up, bro. Producer. You're part of it. You're part of it too, brother. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, um, as long as Cejudo hasn't gotten dormant in his time off. I mean, I know he's been coaching. I know he's been doing his thing. Um, as long as he hasn't gotten dormant, I can see I see him winning it easily. As long as he hasn't gotten dormant, but if he shows up as like a a lazy Cejudo that we haven't seen from retirement, which I don't see happening, but you also cannot discount at that point, even at any point, any point. You can't discount Aljamain Sterling's talent. He's yeah. a he's annoying to listen to. He's annoying to speak, but his grappling is up there with the best. Uh, especially if you get your back, you're in a bad. You're you're having a bad day. Um, I think Suhudo wins, um, but I think it also is a lot closer than a lot of people think it is. Yeah. Um, I could see it being like a, like a, man, I don't know, like a 48, 47 decision. I could see it being, or 49, 48, whatever the number is. Aljo's, Aljo's, Aljo does that. Yeah. He can, he can get it close. Yeah. Do you, I could see that being. If, so my thing is, is that if, if, Cejudo beats Sterling. Obviously, Sterling's going to move up because he'll be. I think. He, I think he moves up regardless, right? That's probably what's. Gonna but so Cejudo beats him, then he'll probably fight Sean O'Malley. Get that. Get that money. If if Volkanovski's not at one forty five anymore, do you think he tries to fight for the belt? 
because the whole the whole like idea behind him fighting at 145 was to fight Volkanovski to prove he was the best because Volkanovski is the best. If Volkanovski is not there, then it's probably either going to be – if I had to predict, it's either going to be Max or Yair is going to be the champion. I still yeah. think Aljo goes up because yeah, he's, he's not, oh, he's not going to fight. He's not going to fight Mayro. Oh, I mean, I mean, Cejudo. Do you think oh, Cejudo? Cejudo. Oh, you know, fights one of two guys because that was the whole that was the whole idea behind Cejudo moving up was to fight Volkanovski. Yeah. If Volkanovski is gone, does he fight Max? Oh, or... bro, honestly, I could I could definitely still see Cejudo go to one forty five because you know what he's gonna say? He's gonna be like, "There's yet to be a triple weight champ in the I UFC." Like what's crazy is I could see him. I could see him beating Yair. I don't know about Max, but I could see I him. I can by- see him beating Max. I can. Yeah. I, 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 he's that fucking good. Put some respect on. I could Vol- see. Uh, I could see Cejudo beating anybody at that division except for Volk. Yes, and I see. It, thank you. I see him beating everybody in that division except for Volk. He's not gonna be Volk, but no, I think Volk edges it out. But it's nobody. Close. But it's <laughs> nobody. I think it'll nobody be close. in that division beats Volk at all. Yeah. But I do. I I strongly believe Cejudo will fuck anyone else in the 145 division. Yeah, I can see it. I can see 100%. it. hundred uh, percent. Yeah, next up on the uh on the podcast we had a uh a talk about um Connor um allegedly had came onto the ultimate fighter uh, and cut a couple guys for his own guys. Um there's been really just a mixture of uh, opinions on this one. This is an interesting one. Uh wanted to get your take on this. Uh, Knuckles, what did you think about all that? I mean, I think it's shitty. I think that it really shows that Honor has Connor privilege. And I think that's kind of lame because, yeah, the season, realistically, each Ultimate Fighter season – as much as you want to break it down, it really is about the coach. It's about the coaches, and then it's about the final two fighters who do fight. But when it first gets announced, it's always about the coaches. It's like whenever they were calling for Jorge and in uh, in Covington. Covington. Every the only thing every anybody cared. They didn't give a fuck about the fighters. The only thing that everybody cared about is the coaches. And this season, especially, the only thing that anybody cares about this season is the fucking coaches. Because it's it's Connor and uh, Michael or Mike Chandler, and so it's gonna it like it's gonna be scenes. You're gonna get a shit ton of clips. You're gonna get a shit ton of scenes. It's gonna be great. And so nobody's caring about the fighters, but I still think that's shitty as fuck because you have people who like real li- like Chris Mutinho. Don't get me wrong, he is not a good fighter. Realist, he is not a good fighter, but he's a fan favorite because of what like he was with he. It was tough. He almost—he withstood a fucking beatdown and almost went to the decision. Yeah. So he should have stayed. And the fact that Connor got the privilege and got to like kick him out is shitty. As I think it's shitty. Yeah. Like I, I in my the whole thing is just shitty. I, I'm not, I'm not okay. big on it. I, I just, I don't, I don't really like it. Um, because Connor fighters, if they're fighting out of SBG, are all probably going to lose way. Because SBG is a shit fucking gym, but yeah. So I, this is my take on it. Um, I've heard from a lot of sources. I've been reading around about it. 
I've heard a lot of fighters have done this, but I think it's more of the way he did it, like on the yeah. day of filming, and said, hey, yeah, you got to go. My guy's coming in. But it seems like if you really, really dig into it and do your research, it seems like there's been like almost every fighter that's gone on the uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter has done this as far as a coach goes, but it doesn't get reported because they're not Conor McGregor. That's the way that I've interpreted it so far, and it also could be biased too, you know. But I've seen multiple sources say that he's not the only person that's ever done this. It's more of the way he did it, which I don't like, um, because people showing up on the day of filming to learn that they're just a backup and they have to go home, that's fucked up. But I've heard that there's been several fighters that have done this before, just not on the not this like late notice, I guess. And if that's the case, then it's fucked up. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. Alex, what do you think about it? Nah, I mean, I agree with you, bro. I just think he did it at the worst time possible, right? Because there's always cuts, man. Like, let's let's be fucking real. There's fucking cuts in the Ultimate Fighter, bro. There's so many people that want to be in that fucking shit, right? It's a huge chance. Um. But a lot of these guys don't have a name like Conor McGregor, bro. And not only that, but social media back then didn't dig into shit like they do now, bro. People don't be minding their own business no more, son. You know what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of the shit gets out too, right? And not only that, but McGregor, okay, I didn't really care about it because I, I, I say some outlandish shit. But when he made that Instagram post, like when he when he was cutting the people and he would, and he announced he put some of their names on it too. You know that post I'm talking about? It's like okay, today I had to do some some my favorite part of it and cut some people that shit oh was that was no that was that was, know, a that was a joke that was a simpsons reference it was oh, it literally was? A, a direct quote from the simpsons yeah i thought uh, the same thing i thought the same thing at first but no that was a direct quote from the simpsons he was just trolling it was not that shit a real was so thing. funny though it i was love not that real. shit yeah. oh i thought it was that no shit was it was so it was not real it was just a direct it was a direct quote from the simpsons <laughs> But still, though, back back to my point, like, there's always going to be cuts in it, right? It happens yeah. all the fucking time. I know it does. But he just, the way, the it's, it's at the time he did it, like you said. He did it the day of filming. And not only that, but, like, a lot of these people, they were ready, bro. In their mind, they thought they were solidified into this shit. So, yeah. it's the last day of, before filming, to be cut, like, yeah, that sucked, but... That's the only thing about it that sucks. It's not the fact that he did it. It's how he did it. So I agree with that. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we all agree on that one. Um, Connor, stop doing coke so much, man. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Keep doing doing it. Do more, but especially (laughs) when you're on camera. Uh, Next thing we're going to talk about uh, is going to be the main card for the next fight night. Krylov versus Span. Uh, some decent little fights on this card. Um, in my opinion, they're all pretty easy to pick, but we'll see what happens. Um, so first off on that card, we had uh, Trevor Peak versus uh, Eric Gonzalez. Um, in my opinion, Trevor Peak's an easy pick. Uh, he's he's a 7-0, I believe, on his uh, career. Yeah. 
um, with also he's got a win against Kama Worthy in one of his seven wins um, via first round KO TKO, which is also, you know, always good to have on your resume. Uh, just coming into UFC fight. He won his uh, contender series fight via round two ground and pound against Malik Lewis, but uh, a win against Kama Worthy coming into the UFC uh, and another promotion just strikes volumes to me, especially when a guy like Eric Gonzalez uh, did have some bad losses. He lost to Terrence McKinney, which is not a horrible loss, granted, um, but he also <laughs> lost to Jim Miller in his UFC in his UFC debut which, you know, we all love Jim Miller, but an overhand left loss to Jim Miller in 2021 is not a great loss on, yeah. Your, uh, yeah. on your resume. It's just losing via TK, yeah, losing via TKO or KO to Jim Miller is not yeah. great. Especially in 2021. So, I mean, I've got Trevor Peak there all the way. I've got Trevor Peak by yeah. finish. Um, Trevor Peak has also, f- I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I'm They're all sure. finishes. His yeah. wins are all finishes. Yep. Yeah. All of them are KOTKOs as well. So yeah. I feel like we all pretty comfortably would say um, – I think he chins them. Trevor yep. Peak wins that yep. <laughs> fairly yep. easily. He's so. going to give him that third L and my boy's out. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so what's going to happen, bro. On to the next one. We've got Mike Mallet versus uh, Johan Laness. I'm pretty sure they're both Canadian boys, but Laness is just a French-Canadian. Um, I've got Mallet all the way here. Uh, I think yep. he's just performed better against better competition. Um, I know his last one was decision, but he had a nice finish win on the contender series, and I think he contends that, or I think he continues that kind of kind of performance here against this guy. I don't know what you guys think, but Nooks. <clears throat> uh, Agree. It's yeah. I agree. I was gonna say pretty much the same thing that the competition that he's faced is better. Um, just overall, um, it should be Mike Malott, but it, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, I think, I think he wins if he doesn't and he gets knocked out again, it's, it's kind of one of those fights, this whole kind of like a lot of the main cards, a lot of the fights on this main card are just kind of whatever. Um, and this one is another one of those just kind of whatever, but I, I would expect him to win. Um, I'm not going to say like fairly easy, but it should be somewhat easy yeah okay i like that alex uh, yeah i no i I'm, I'm gonna say unanimously fucking mike mallet i mean don't get me wrong like is it lightness lightness don't give a damn he got that dog in him um <laughs> but at the end of the day when you do fight better competition both of them only have one loss on the record I think Mike Malik kind of like fraud checks him a little bit because there are some people that think Lioness is going to come in here and be like this animal. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I think Mike Malik is going to give him another L on this record. And I think he's going to make it look kind of easy, to be honest. I don't think it's going to be that competitive of a fight. Um, I got Mike Malik all day. See that? All right. Kind of agree with you guys there. Uh, next up on the, the main card there, we've got – uh, Tatiana Suarez, who My has baby. been missing for years, and now we've got her fighting Montella, Montana De La Rosa. Sorry, um, I've got, I've got personally Ta- Tatiana Suarez. I've got her leave, uh, leaving off right where she left off. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
I mean, she's older. I don't. Do y'all know what what happened? Do y'all know what happened to her? Can't, she had cancer at one point in time. I don't know if that was this period, but I know she had some injuries. I know she had she had some personal shit. I heard there was a rumor about cancer. I know she's had cancer in the past. I don't know if she had cancer during this. Tatiana like, Suarez. Is she got a so she got like a neck injury like after a fight. Like after her last fight, so that's what basically like took her out of uh out of competition for two years. Well, that neck injury, yeah, dude, those neck injuries are fucking nuts. At least she didn't come her. out looking like you had Romero fucking trapped out. She's still her Tatiana Suarez by whatever the fuck she wants. I think. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think I think um I agree. I honestly. I'm gonna I'm gonna say second round submission or TKO. It's gonna be a finish in the second round either way. The reason I say second round and not first round is because I think in the first round, because she hasn't, we got to remember she hasn't competed in four years. We will see a minor amount of ring rust. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you haven't fought in a while, there is ring rust, and you will see it because Dominic Cruz had it even. He didn't fight for however long and then fought TJ Dillashaw for the championship and still won. There will still be some ring rust. You know, it's going to happen. But she will win. And, like, basically I think what we're going to see is it's going to be like 30 seconds of her. She might get tagged once or twice. And, like, not even tagged. She's just going to get – she's going to get touched. And then she's going to be like, okay, I'm up. And then she's going to go to work. Because that happens. Like, that's what I'm, ex- you know, John Jones fight. That's what I'm expecting is going to happen. Everybody's going to have ring rust. It's what happens. But, yeah, I think she'll uh, – I think I think that first round is going to be kind of uh, her getting into the rhythm. She'll get a tag a couple times, get into the rhythm. Second round, she'll get into her flow, take her down, and cinch up that fucking shit. That'll be it. I can yeah. see that. I can see it. All right. Uh, Damn, I mean, now that you put it that way with the ring rust, because I'm not going to lie, I was going to tell you, I was thinking it was going to be like a first-round finish. Yeah. But she also has a fight since 2019. Yep. Damn, no, yeah, you're right. I probably could see the first round, like her feeling that out, feeling how she can get get those takedowns in, right? Because that's her game, bro. She's a a savage. But like if it, but 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 if she gets her to the ground in that first thirty seconds, I see her getting that finish in that first round, a hundred percent. But if she's not, if she doesn't do that early on, then yeah, I see her getting the finish in the second round. I don't see this going to the third round, and if it does, it's just gonna be a unanimous thing is, decision, thirty twenty seven. She's been doing it her whole life, man. I think she could. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much in this shit. In the first round, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Uh, submission in the first round, I would say, but we'll see. Um, I could see next that, up bro. on that, yeah. Next up on that card, we've got Augusta Sakai versus Dontel Mays. Uh, me personally, um, I mean, nobody, nobody wants to watch this fight, but it, it's <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna <laughs> be Augusta Sakai. It's, it's going like to be Augusta Sakai edging out a decision over Dontel Mays because this is the kind of fight Augusta Sakai wins, I think. I personally have, because I think Augusta 
Augusto Sakai sucks. I, I just don't <laughs> know what to do. But Dante Mays is not any better. Uh, but I think Augusto Sakai is so shit that he got super overrated. He's just like Blagoy Ivanov. When they both came in the UFC, they were super fucking hyped, super overrated. Like they're like, oh, these guys. Like Ivanov is only lost to like what he lost to Sergey Karatinov when he came into the UFC. So everybody's like, oh, Blagoy Ivanov's fucking beast. And when Augusto Sakai came to the UFC, oh, he's fucking undefeated. Like, I think he was undefeated when he came to the UFC. And they lost to fucking, like, yeah, he lost to Tai Tuivas, so he lost to a few. But, like, the thing is, is he lost in devastating fashion to fighters who are, I'm not going to say, they're like, they're like A minus to B plus level. You know, they're not the top tier. Dante Mays, don't get me wrong, he's not fucking A plus level. But I think Dante. I'm gonna. I'm calling Dante. Dante Mays finish. I'm yeah. saying. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Dante Mays finish. I think he's gonna catch him because I think Black Boy well, even. Or not Black Boy. Sorry. I think Augusto Sakai has a suspect chin. So that's bold. Yeah, I'm gonna say Dante Mays finish. Nah, I see a finish too, brother. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I see a finish in like that second round, bro. Sakai's chin is real suspect. And the way he got slept last time, dude, listen, when people get slept the way they do, like the way he got slept against Sakai, when his knees gave out right under him and he felt like a fucking spaghetti noodle. Oh, when, that shit, when that shit happens to you, bro, your mind, your mental, it doesn't want to get knocked out again, bro. He's and this guy, the guy he's fighting. Yeah, he's not that great of a fighter, but he has some fucking finishes on his shit, bro. This dude yeah. has TKO'd some people and. I think he can edge out the TKO win here. I, I really do, bro. These are some heavy-hitting motherfuckers, and I think we're going to see a finish in that, like, second round. Yep. Man, I just think that uh, – I don't – I'm not going to say y'all are wrong, but I don't know, man. No, I see I see where you're coming from, man. It, it, re, if you look at it from a distance, like, if you just even look at it, it should be Augusto Sakai – decision because it's like something that it's like a fight that back in the day when uh shogun hua was just winning a bunch of decisions to get by that's what it's like yeah, it, my it's, thing is my only thing is who has dante may's beat yeah to, true yeah to, to make me think that this can happen and and augusto sakai when he gets put in this position he usually wins the fights whether it be boring or not he usually wins wins those kind of fights when he gets put against those kind of guys. Right. I'm not I'm not confident in my choice, but we'll see. You know, it's the fight game, right? The it co-main is. is what I really want to talk about. The co-main is a fucking banger. That's going to be an interesting one. Um, we've got Andre Muniz versus Brendan Allen. I did extensive research on this one, and <laughs> I. Still was not comfortable with my decision, but I'm like, I'm gonna let. Uh, I think Andre Muniz is gonna fucking win, dude. Andre Muniz, it should be first, first or second round submission easily. How are you not comfortable? It I got be- Muniz, but what makes but, you not comfortable though? No, bet the fucking house on Muniz. Bet the house because right now, honestly, I think if anybody's gonna be, beat Robert Whitaker in the future, it's gonna be Andre Muniz. Like bet. Oh, I fuck. love him, man. But I love him. I love him. Bet but, that on Mooney's. But you cannot. Brandon you Allen's 
Brendan Allen's tough. Don't get me wrong. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You can't just dis- – you can't discount him. I mean, he beat Kevin Holland. Yeah. I mean – I mean, Kevin Holland also isn't the greatest. He's a fan his own, two Two of his three amateur lo- – or two of his three pro losses uh, before coming to UFC were his third fight in his pro career. He lost to Trevin Giles, which is UFC fighter. That's fine. That's tough. Trevin – yeah, he lost to Eric Anders early in his pro career in LFA, which is early in his career. That's fine. Eric's tough, yeah. Yeah, he lost against another guy that's not in the UFC, which is fine. But he got knocked out by Sean Strickland, which is rough. Um, he beat, but he beat Carl Robinson. He yep. beat Tuna Haley Soriano. Yep. He lost to Chris Curtis, which is fine, but he beat Kevin Holland. Um, he beat, I mean, he beat Sam Alvey, who cares? He beat <laughs> Jacob, Jacob Malkoon, Christoph Jocko. Uh, yeah. Listen, that's what I'm telling y'all. Don't, don't get me wrong. I am picking, I am picking Andre Munez in this fight, but I'm not as confident as a lot of people are going to be. I'm not because I mean, he's a beast. He's a fucking dog. And his only loss recently is to another UFC fighter, Andre Muniz, I'm talking about, to Azamat Mirzakhanov. He lost to him in the, the Caucasian Fight Championship. Yep. That's his only loss in the last, like, um, 10 years, literally almost 10 years. He hasn't yep. lost since 20, 2013 besides that. Um, so, I mean, I get you guys. I do. But the only thing that strikes me with um, – with, with, uh, Muniz is prove it. Beat somebody that's worth a shit. You know what I mean? I know he subbed Ronaldo Souza, which is good um, because he's a black belt jiu-jitsu, but he also subbed him in his in an MMA fight way past his prime. But other than that, who has he beat? He beat Eric Anders, okay. He beat Uriah Hall in 2022, okay. He beat Bartos Fabinski, okay. He beat Antonio Arroyo, in 2019, okay. Taylor Johnson, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Prove it to me. That's my only thing. And I am picking him to win this fight, but I'm not. I'm not the confidence that you guys have. Just because, prove it to me. Just because, prove it to me. I'm still gonna say Andre Muniz supremacy first or second round. So he <laughs> he is way better than Brennan Allen. Even I, so, I, I get I get what you're saying. Prove it to me. Way better than Brennan Allen. After I if, saw after I saw Brennan Allen get fucking fraud checked by what two different people, I am picking I am picking Muniz comfortably. Comfortably. But if uh Brennan Allen wins this fight, we're gonna have to revisit this conversation. Ah, yeah, okay, okay, fair, fair. I'll give it that. I'll give it that. I'm picking Muniz, but I'm not as confident as you guys are, clearly. Fair. But hey, I do think Muniz is gonna win the fight. Um the next one is hard for me, and I still am not confident either way. <laughs> Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Spann. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all go first. Uh, Knuckles, go ahead. What do you think? God, I think I got. I think I got. I think I got Krylov by late stoppage. Um, honestly, the way that both of them fight and the way that both of their fights go. It probably should be an early stoppage, but I see this shit being a slot fest. I I see them both 
putting their all in early. Um, Kirloff probably getting hurt. Span probably getting hurt several times in the first couple rounds. They both gas out, and I see it being one of those sloppy fucking, like, they're both hanging on each other, and Krilov TKOs him in the fourth. I'm going to say TKO, Krilov, fourth round, uh, just because I think Ryan Span sucks fat balls. But, and Dom, and, the, and like, everybody's going to be like, oh, well, he knocked out Dominic Reyes. If you watch every replay, every, all of that, you can see that it's just Dominic Reyes has a terrible chin because everybody thinks that it was the hook after the jab that knocked out Dominic Reyes. Or that not, if you watch every angle, it was the jab that knocked out Dominic Reyes. That is how suspect his chin is. And that isn't how good Ryan Span's power is. That is how suspect Dominic yeah. Reyes' chin is. So going off of that, Ryan Span is a bollocks-ass shite fighter Sucks ass. It's going to be Krilov, but it's going to be a nasty, sloppy, late KO. Okay. Alex, what do you think? Dude, I just think it's going to be a barn. I think it might be a barn burner, bro. But at this, I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm not like too. How do I say it? I think it's going to be a split decision when, if they do make it to the distance. If they do, because they both have fucking shitty ass gas tanks. The only way I can see Ryan Span winning is if he finishes this fight. But that's yeah. a big if. But don't get me wrong, Ryan Span does have some fucking does have some power, bro. This is it won't be too far fetched, but I'm not I'm not confident on either, bro. <laughs> like at all. I, I can't I can't tell you who's gonna who's going to win this fight. I just think it's going to be a split decision win. I think it's going to be kind of close, to be completely honest with you. I don't think anyone is that much better than the other, no. to be fair. <laughs> so I think or- it's going to be just a close, entertaining fight where these motherfuckers aren't going to go anywhere in the division. I agree. That's um, Yeah, that's kind of my thing. This is kind of where I've been. Yeah. With the uh, Anthony Smith and uh, – Johnny Walker fight. It's kind of crazy that people give, I, in my opinion, people give Ryan Spann more credit than he deserves. Um, I think Nikita Krylov wins that fight. Uh, I think um, I think he's going <laughs> to test Spann's chin pretty bad. And a prime example I have that, and this is the same reason I picked Smith against Walker, is because um, you look at the fight that Johnny Walker had versus Ryan Spann. Ryan Spann, people forget this too. Ryan Spann had Johnny Walker hurt bad in that fight. He almost finished him. Yeah. And then Johnny Walker came back and finished him. Yeah. And you look at Anthony Smith versus Ryan Spann, and Anthony Smith just dog walked him the whole fucking fight. Ryan Ryan Spann is not good. Nope. He's, He's not dead. good. And that's why I think. Anthony Smith runs through uh, Johnny Walker, but that's kind of beside the point. But at this point, what we're talking about now, I'm still not super convinced that Krylov just runs through Span, but I'm almost convinced because even, I mean, yeah, Krylov lost. Uh, he's he's lost some fights. He's lost some bad fights, but he got submitted by 
uh, uh, Paul Craig and the triangle, but anybody can get submitted. If you, if you champion leave of your the limbs, world. champion of the world. Yeah. If you, if, if you leave your limbs hanging down there with, uh, with, uh, Paul Craig, you're going to get subbed. But yeah. then you also look at the guy who pieced the fuck out of Paul Craig, beat the fuck out of him and Vulcan Ozdemir and Nikita Krylov beat him in the decision, you know? Yeah. So that just proves MMA math doesn't work, but I could see Krylov just I I could see Krylov kind of kind of sunning kind of sunning span. Well, like I got I got a question before we go on. Who would you pick between Vulcan Ozdemir and Ryan? Sp- I would I would pick Vulcan Ozdemir over Ozdemir on a heartbeat. And yeah. I, you know, so that's but if you're gonna. If you're gonna pick Vulcan Osamir over Ryan Spann, in my opinion, you have to pick Nikita Krylov over. That's where I'm at. Yeah. If you're gonna pick Vulcan Osamir, and I'm not even a fan of MMA math, but if you're gonna pick Vulcan Osamir over Ryan Spann, you gotta pick Nikita Krylov over Ryan Spann because Ryan Spann is not good. Well, the thing is, is Krylov and 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 Spann or uh, Osamir <laughs> fight style is not entirely that different. They fight pretty similarly, like There's a lot. Thing. A lot, a lot of action, a lot of hands, not a lot of ground. And that's, yeah. I would pick, like, Jamal Jamal Hill over Span by, like, submission. Yeah, that's yeah. I would pick. I'll pick that. I'd fucking – I'm not going to say this, but, hell, I think I think Paul Craig can maybe get a couple punches in on the feet against Ryan Span. That's like, that's how highly I think of Ryan Span. He's just not that good. Like everybody, the thing is, is everybody's going to the fight and being like, Oh my God, he knocked out Dominic Reyes. And it's yeah, like, but- it's like, dude, where like Dominic Reyes's chin doesn't exist. It does not exist anymore. It is. It has. See, that's been- the thing. People say that, but then you, to you, to your point, two knuckles, you gotta consider that when you talk about uh, uh, Johnny Walker versus Anthony Smith, because I think Anthony Smith is gonna put that chin to the test on 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 Johnny yeah. Walker. True. Bro, True. it's been put to the test. True. This dude True. got this dude got hit like like this by John Mahal. Yeah. It's <laughs> still one of the best fucking knockouts ever. <laughs> so good. That Alex, was the funniest picked, knockout. Did you pick Anthony Smith, Alex? I can't remember. You said what? Did you pick Anthony Smith in that fight? No, I think you picked No, when because in the beginning I was like, oh, three round fight. I honestly think Johnny Walker could like kind of edge it out. But when you said fifth round, I'm like, oh fuck. Like that's where the experience comes in for for Anthony Smith, right? And that's where I think he can edge it out. The because I completely forgot it was a fucking uh, uh main event. Is that like, in the do we know is it in the apex or is it the apex? Because that the apex. Dude, I'm, I'm telling sure you. That but one, like, I'm sure they're not main event in that, not the I'm, Apex. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. So that's like where. Okay, I know we haven't. We're gonna probably talk about it soon because it's not here yet. But the Arnold Allen and Max Holloway fight. I'm sure we'll talk about it on another podcast. But initially, I picked Max Holloway by insane domination because I thought it was in the Apex. Mm. But. Since it's in Kansas City, it's going to be a bigger cage. That's that's why Max had the decision that he had against uh, Calvin Cater. It was in the apex. Smaller cage, he can cut the cage off and land a million fucking strikes. So I'm going to tell you, like, 
a lot of these fights that we're talking about, we also have to take into account. Again, I know they're trying to get out of the apex, but we have to take into account some of these. If they're in the apex, we got to you got to take that into account because it makes a massive fucking difference. Yeah. That it's just slightly smaller, but it makes a huge difference. And there's been a lot of fighters that have said, like Max Holloway said, he likes fighting in the apex better because it's smaller. So, yeah, yeah, it um, all depends. yeah, yeah. That's gonna depend, but. I mean, I think it'll all work itself out, but yep. I believe... Uh, I can't wait till they get out of the Apex. Yeah, they need yeah. to stop. I think they're working on it. Yeah. Do, like, do like maybe two or three cards <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they'll have well, to hold some. The small ones. Yeah. Like Man. this Span and Krylov fight. Listen, all I gotta say... Is this year for fucking UFC is panning out to be one of the best in a long ass fucking time? Yeah, yeah. And man, I am glad that we uh, decided to do this podcast when we did. I mean, we've got these incredible March card March cards coming up. We've got these incredible April cards coming up. Uh, I'm sure they're gonna put together some decent summer cards to finish the year. There's gonna be some good ones. I mean, who would have thought that in May or in March we would have John Jones coming back? In April we would have uh, Usman Leon two. In three. May we would have oh three. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. And and in May we would have Aljo versus Cejudo. Who the fuck knows what's going to come later down the year. Sometime this year, we're going to have Connor versus Chandler. Oh, yeah. I mean, God damn it, we are blessed this year. Yeah. Um, not a better time to start a podcast, in my opinion. Hell yeah, um, dude. Yeah. Blessed to have you guys along the ride. I appreciate y'all. Um, Hell yeah. I love you guys, man. You guys yeah. are awesome. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys a lot. Hell Many yeah. more episodes to come. Uh, we're going to get more consistent with it. I mean, we've been, you know, doing what we can. We're going to get more consistent with it. We're going to put out, hopefully, at least one every two weeks, if not more. Yep. Maybe one a week. We'll see what happens. One a week would be ideal, right? Yep. But, you know, obviously, yep. we we some hustling yep. motherfuckers. we <laughs> out here working, right? That's so, right. Let's see what happens, man. One a week would be... One a week occasionally, and then one yeah. every two weeks will be. Depends how we sure. feeling, right? Yeah. Yep. But, hey, no doubt. I appreciate you guys, man. Yeah. Much love. I'm talking to you and Alex, you and Knuckles. I'm talking to you guys, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the rest. Much love I ain't to talking guys. to the people watching this shit yet, but much love to y'all. Yeah, dude. I appreciate y'all uh, hopping on this thing with me. Um gonna keep it growing and we're gonna we're gonna see what happens we're gonna see what happens <laughs> we are right. so toasted <laughs> for sure thanks for watching y'all you Great guys lunch. are awesome hell yeah dude thank you guys yep appreciate all y'all for uh tuning in uh more to come maybe not tonight maybe not tomorrow but in the near future we'll have some more shit coming out uh and shit. Hey, it's Bourbon and Bud MMA, motherfucker. Let's go. Bourbon and Bud MMA, baby. Yes, sir.
Yeah. Put that in All your right. brain, baby. All right. All right, y'all. Peace, guys. Peace, y'all. Have a great night. You too. Every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I can understand. Yes, I am. So every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I should take it slow.